Welcome to Slip Angle, episode number two from Barber Motorsports Park. Abe here with Nabil Abushar from Just Track It. Hi, Nabil. Hello. I've heard a little bit about you. This is, I think, the third or fourth year that I've been to this event that you've run, and it is a very tidy, very well-oiled machine at, I think, the most beautiful racetrack in the country. Well, um, I have to agree with you <laughs> on the racetrack part of the uh, of that statement. Uh, well run, tidy. That's what we strive for. Yeah. So I take pride in that it's, too. It's so much track time. It, it's just. It's almost like for the really fast cars. It's almost more than you can stand. Hopefully, it's enough. You know, it's about two hours worth of seat time per day. Yeah. Which I think is. If you have much more than that, your concentration is starting to uh, slip a little bit. Yeah, I think so. And like your your body actually gets tired, and yeah. by the end of the day, you're just like, ah, it's time to go for drinks. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how you got into cars? I know Adam um, kind of knows you through a buddy of his, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. I I don't know a whole lot about your personal story in motorsports. So I mean, my interest in cars goes back to when I was a little kid and I was playing with Matchbox cars. Oh, yeah. And uh, making engine noises, uh, you know, anywhere I could with anything that would, you know, seem to sound like it was revving up. Um, but I didn't get on track until 2004. Okay. I just didn't have a car that was suitable. And Did I, you, like, were you uh, um, into cars on the street? Like, did you have fun cars to play with just driving around? Or No, like- I mean, I grew up uh, overseas, and okay. so I didn't really have much opportunity. So when I came to the States uh, for college, okay. um, you know, tight budget, man. You, you start off small. So and, uh, uh, if you came here for college, I'm kind of like an academic nerd. Um, okay. what, brought you, what brought you to the States? Like, what did you want to study? And then ultimately, how did it end up as, well, just track it? Well, uh, really one is not related to the other other than being in a place where there is an opportunity for motorsports. Sure. Um, I came to the States on a scholarship, so I liked it. It's the American dream, and I'm living it. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, financially I wasn't able to uh, participate, and I also didn't know that you could. Yeah. I, I was, like, I'd never heard of it. And in... 2004, I bought a Mazda RX-8. Okay. And I started looking up, and I saw that Road Atlanta had a school called the Panos Racing School. Uh Uh-huh. And so I couldn't wait to break my car in so that I could go and do a track day. So that you could break your car. Yeah. Yeah, That's how it works. That's how it works. Um, And that's kind of where it started doing track days. And I started doing NASA. Okay. uh, Did time trials, became an instructor. Um, then, you know, life always throws you curveballs. Company I worked for filed bankruptcy, et cetera. And was, I was, again, watching the budget. Oh, sure. But I still had so many friends that liked to go to the track. And that was one of the best things about the track day is yeah. hanging out with your buddies. Absolutely. So, and so, I mean, I'm not even here driving this weekend. I've driven at, at your events before, uh, and I've been right seat in a lot of uh, cars with friends. I left my helmet at home this weekend because I just wanted to come hang out. It's fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's something we have a passion for, whether you're driving or hanging out or riding or instructing or whatever. So, um, 
I, maybe, I don't know, is, is Just Track It now your current professional life or is this a side hobby? It's my fun job. Okay, okay. So you have, you have a life outside of this as I do. Yeah. Um, when, when did you start the idea like, hey, I could run, I could run like a track day company? So, me, I started raining out a track called Little Talladega, which is about 60 miles towards Atlanta from here. Okay. And I would get, you know, a group of my friends, everybody kick in 100, 120 bucks, and we'd rent out this track. It was a really cheap track to rent out. That's right. Called Little Tally. And we started doing that. I met somebody um, who had a group of friends that also like to do the same thing. So him and I collaborated. I'd bring 10 friends, he'd bring 10 friends. And um, at one point, he's like, well, we should go to a bigger track. So we're like, okay, well, let's start a company then. And that's kind of how Just Track It started. So like, okay, now you've, now you've founded Just Track It. Um, having you know, been worked for, with, working with Gridlife for many years, like the, the jumping to a big track is like it's a financial leap of faith oh, yeah. and it's it's scary so like what was your first track and how did you how did you mentally prepare and like uh financially prepare for that jump so um the first track was atlanta motorsports park okay and it was like right after they opened so it was a little bit of a leap of faith but we knew that we could at least cover our costs okay Okay. So we did that, and we basically self-funded all the way through. And then small opportunities would come up, you know, being able to come to Barber, for example. Sure. I had a group of NASA racers that ran Thunder Roadsters. Okay. And they had driven with us. I, I knew them from the time when I was with NASA. And they're like, hey, can you run a Friday test day for us? Yeah. Perfect. Why not? And so, you know, that's a small foot in the door. Yeah, right. And, you know, you build a relationship with the track, and it just goes from there. The rest is history. So um, you're kind of, like, in, you're getting going. What year was this? 2013. Okay. So, like, Just Track has been around for... This is our 10th year. It's like an adult now, basically. Like, you've been doing this for a little while. I don't know if there's dog ears, cat ears, track ears... But we're 10. I think track years is like 20 human years. I, I don't know. We've been doing this a little while. Um, so can you remember when you first got started in 2013, you go to AMP. I think it's a wonderful venue. It's a cool place to drive. Um, but like logistically, it can be a little bit challenging because making sure that your customers keep the sound under control is like it's an actual job. And so what was that like that first year? Well, I mean, we, we use the track personnel, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, for, you know, policing things like that. We have to sometimes be the bearers of bad, bad news. news. Um, but, I mean, with AMP, we stress, here's the sound limit. Yeah. You have to meet that. And then there are some resources on site, too, mm-hmm. you know, that they can install a baffle or something to bring the noise down. So was that the was that like your big event for the year? Or were you still renting little little tally at we the time? We were still doing little tally. We did, um, we did AMP, and I, and I think it was in 2013. I was finally, 
Well, I was trying to get a date at Roebling Road because I've always loved driving at Roebling Road. Okay. I've not driven there. Um, it's a fun. It's very old school track, fast and flowing. Like sure, high speed corners, sweepers. It's it's high speed corners give me the willies. I don't. I, <laughs> there's about four inches of elevation change at Roebling Road. Oh, yeah. But it's it's just a fun track, especially in a momentum car. Sure. And I've driven momentum cars pretty much since the beginning. Um, but I was able to get a date there, so we added Roebling to our calendar. Road Atlanta, Barber came a little bit later okay. down the road. So I think I started coming to events maybe around 2018 or 2019. We're... Pretty well established. Um, yeah, like, and um, I know you for this event here at Barber, but right. you do go to other places even even this year. So, um, you know, what's on the calendar for for this year? So this year we have thirteen to fourteen events. That's a uh, lot planned out. Last year we had fifteen, so we will be uh, obviously Barber, Atlanta Motorsports Park, Road Atlanta. Uh, Carolina Motorsports Park uh-huh. as well, and Roebling Road. Okay. So, and so um, like, uh, what what um, like what typically is your your audience? I imagine the, some of the other uh, uh, HPD clubs in our area up up north. Uh, same people go to the same club, and they travel with the club to go uh, to events kind of everywhere. Um, do you find that uh, with you guys, you get a lot of the same people that travel to events, or is it like event-specific, the, the groups that you get? For the most part, we have uh, you know, a recurring group of people that you know, we see on a regular basis. Um, Barber is a bit unique in that there are certain people we only see at Barber. Uh-huh. Can't really blame them. Actually, I can a little bit. <laughs> uh, when I asked them, I was like, why don't you come to Road Atlanta or AMP or Roebling or something? They're like, well, you know, Barber's in my backyard. I can go to the track. It's an awesome facility. And at the end of the day, I go home and sleep in my bed. And, I, you know, my family, etc. How can you argue with that? Yeah. Except variety. She yeah. is the spice of life. Yeah, yeah. So I like to be at all of the tracks as much as possible. Um, what uh, what can you maybe let's start at the beginning with the the actual program at Just Track It. Okay. Um, what how do you uh, interact and engage with a driver that's never been on track before? Is that um, you know is that a, a target customer for Just Track It? I think everybody that's interested in participating in an event like this is a target customer for Just Track It. Our novice program, though, is uh, really a jewel in our crown, I would say. Sure. Uh, We have a really top-notch training program for novices to get them with a very good instructor, and we are super selective in... Um, We're super selective in, in that. Um, so driver comes in, is it, how do you tend to like do some progression with drivers? Uh, is there like a kind of a regimented program that you have with skills that you're, you're checking or developing, or is it more, a little more fluid or what's your style? It's, it's a little bit more fluid. We're basically looking at, obviously everybody's different. Everybody learns at a different pace, but we have a general rule of thumb. Six plus six or so events, novice, 
6 to 12 to 14, intermediate 1, 14 to 25-ish, intermediate 2, 25-plus, advanced. Mm -hmm. We feel that that's, for most people, enough seat time to gain the skills, the awareness, and the abilities to, you know, perform at a certain level. Sure. But there are exceptions to every rule. Sure. So some people, you know, need less time. Some people need more. We really rely on our instructors to make that call on somebody being able to, you know, progress to being solo as opposed to needing an instructor. So um, Adam and I often talk on the show about some of the things that are hard, maybe unseen and difficult about running events. Um, You know, you guys, your program is uh, certainly well established, but I'm sure there are things that like throw you curveballs. Um, for people who don't run events, what's something that what's something that threw Nabil for a loop? I mean, every event has, metaphorically speaking, fires that you have to put out. Sure. And after ten years, you've probably seen practically everything uh, that could go wrong, go wrong, and um, you just roll with it. Just, yeah. Uh, I have a good team. I mean, I, I, my registration team, they know everything. They've been around long enough. They know how I think. They know how we do things. They can, you know, make a call on their own, and I empower them to do that. So, How many people on the team? So there are um, obviously myself and uh, four others. Okay. So they, they travel, like the whole team travels to 15 events a year? For the most part, now, um, Levi and Mena. Levi is my chief driving instructor. Mena is my chief registrar. Uh, they just had a baby. Okay. Two months ago. So <laughs> That will you know, happen. She was, uh, she was away for a couple of events. Yeah. And this, I tell her, this is uh, the, probably the first night she's been able to sleep through the night. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> I get having it. the baby with her. Uh, but yeah, if, if she's anything like my wife and I, my, my daughter comes to the track all no. the time, and I, I think she's just going to kind of grow up around it. No. You know, I don't have any pro racing aspirations or even any competitive racing aspirations anymore. But, like, we live here. This, yeah. is, this is what we do. That's what we do. What we like to do. Um, what about... What about plans for, for Just Track? You guys probably have settled into a good rhythm. Is this, is, this, is this your thing? This is our thing, and I think growth is possible. But, you know, we're not taking huge leaps. Sure. Uh, and we have a format. We like the format. Our returning drivers yeah. seem to like the format as well. We know what we're good at. Yeah. And so... You know, there's certain things, for example, with grid life that you do with grid life. I'm not a concert promoter. <laughs> Neither am I, I, to be honest. <laughs> you know, we're doing a race this, this event. Yeah. But I'm not a race organization either. So we kind of define our space. Sure. And we try to do that at the best possible level. So I think probably a lot of our listeners have uh, seen this on social media. Like recently, I think the ASM guys have shared it and whatnot. Yep. Um, this is a, a unique thing where you've got about 20 or so GLTC cars or GLTC type cars. And you're doing a fun race this weekend. Yep. Um, can you tell me the story of how, how that came 
from whose idea was it? And then how are like how did you jump through all the appropriate hoops to make that up okay with your insurance and make sure that you had all the things and ducks in a row? So um, <clears throat> you know, because you've been at our January events in the past, uh, we have seen some uh, recurring or repeat customers that have come to drive with us in January. Uh, driving down from Wisconsin and Minnesota, and they all happened to race together in grid life. Zach Lavoie, uh, who is Birmingham based, right. you know, was part of the ASM team, and uh, I guess that's last year was his first year racing yep. in yep. grid life. So he was all pumped up and excited about it. So when we were here in November, he came to me and said, Hey, I might be able to get some people, some other people to come on down if we can do a fundraise. So I'm like, I don't know. Let me look into it, see what it's going to be like. We've done one event in the past. We had a Yokohama uh, Drivers Cup okay. uh, event, and they they brought in all of their own stuff, though. But uh, you know, we subleased time out to them. Oh, sure, sure. But this was not going to be like that. So you know, I had to. Call my insurance provider. Um, basically, it just doubles everything. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. Um, and then the track has some requirements as well. Okay. So, yeah, we just ironed out all those details. Talked to Zach. And it's like, look, you know, we got to cover the, the difference yeah. uh, in costs. As long as we can do that, I'm happy. Yeah. As long as we can cover it and it's a fun time for everybody. Now, I, I heard the, the tone in the driver's meeting was like really, um, really, I don't want to say applied pressure, but like it was, I think, stern but fun uh, about how important this was to not screw it up. More so for grid life than, yeah. than for just track it. I mean, I, I've been working with Barber for almost 10 years and I have a great reputation yeah. with them, uh, great, great relations with them. So... They'd have a hard time screwing it up for me, really. But I know that Grid Life wants to come to Barber. I've been pushing for that. So, or there are people, there are drivers that would like to see yep. a Grid Life race here. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely Zach would because he's local and right. knows his track. Right. Probably has an advantage here, maybe. <laughs> it's it's just such a magnificent place, like. Uh, it's so out of the ordinary for a track to have 50 amp power poles absolutely everywhere. And for our events with toters and semis and, and, and RVs and all this different stuff, like it's super convenient. It's really convenient, actually. I mean, you know, IndyCar races here, all the big series race here. Uh, this track is approved as an FIA Formula One test track. Is that right? So they have. And. and the owner, Mr. Barber, he is particular. I mean, everything has to be a certain top. way. Yeah, I've heard. And anybody you interact with at the track, from the custodial staff to race control, I mean, they're just like it's top notch. It's it's just customer top-notch. service is yeah unparalleled, and uh, it's just a pleasure. So. Um, Barber's, I think, the first event on your calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what's coming up next? Uh, you know, is our, I assume pl- spots are still available for the events throughout the year. Where where are you going? Can you kind of so our next stop will be AMP on March tenth. It's a Friday. It's a day before NASA Southeast has okay. a race there, so we'll do like a test and tune for their racers plus HPDE. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, coming up in March tenth. End of March, we're doing a weekend at Roebling Road. And then uh, April, we're in uh, uh, Carolina Motorsports Park, CMP. Okay. Um, well, where, where can people uh, who maybe aren't on track already, I don't know how many of our listeners aren't on track, but maybe some, where, where can people find out more about your program and um, kind of learn what they need to do to be, become more affiliated with, with getting on track with Just Track It? The easiest thing is go to our website, uh, justtrackit.net. It's not a very high-tech website because I am the webmaster. But, you, <laughs> but it's, it's functional. It, it's functional. Yeah. Exactly. It has all the information you need, registration links from there. Okay. And then we also have a mailing list. And we, we don't, we're not the kind of people that send out an email every week. Yeah. You know, we'll send it out maybe once a month, if that much, just to announce when registration opens. Oh, sure. Novice always sells out very, very quickly, very early. Uh-huh. And... Um, so it's important to register early. Get on our mailing list. You'll find out when registration opens. I want to thank you so much for taking the time. And uh, I know you've got actual work to do. So, uh, Nabil, it's been absolutely great talking to you. And I hope you have an amazing weekend. Hey, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Thanks. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits Air Grid Live to say hello.